say a word here to all the, the believers that, that are, are being oppressed, are, are going through depression and going through all kinds of uh, you know, mind games and uh, you feel like at night you can't even sleep because you have all these thoughts, you're battling, even, even your body is still, right? Your, your mind is it's, it's like a war room, you know? And, and, and you hear all kinds of thoughts and, and I know because I've been there before. Amen? And friend, this is warfare. And, and God has given us weapons and our weapons are not material, they are not carnal. Look at this, 2 Corinthians 10. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Now carnal means anything you can do naturally. Amen? No, no. God's weapons are not carnal. When it's not carnal means God's weapons are spiritual. Amen? But they are mighty. So the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for what? For pulling down strongholds. Now notice, where are these strongholds? They are called strongholds because they have been erected by the enemy and it is strongholds. If we can find where the strongholds are, we can bring it down, right? Maybe you have a stronghold of fear in your life and uh, you do not know how to get around it. The more you try to tell yourself, I will not be afraid, I will not be afraid, you end up afraid. You know, it's like uh, uh, people who listen to what uh, Job says about his uh, predicament. He said that the thing which I greatly fear has come upon me. And then we have preachers that say, whatever you fear will come on you. And then people are more fearful. I think we are teaching in such a way that we need to unveil the love of God, amen, to the people so that it's the perfect love of God that casts out fear. We don't focus on fear to get rid of fear, amen. We, we experience the love of God to have that fear, amen, evicted. Amen from his place in our hearts. Praise the Lord. Only the love of God. And the more we discover the love of God. So God bless every preacher that unveils the love of Christ for the people. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, uh, notice also that the Bible says that this pulling down of strongholds is actually casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So that's our warfare. It's in our mind. Okay, the weapons of warfare is not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Thank God, the weapons of God are mighty for what? The pulling down of strongholds. Let's pull them down in Jesus' name today. Amen. Praise the Lord. And and notice that these strongholds are actually uh, arguments that the devil has put in your mind, and they are actually thoughts. Notice arguments. And every high thing, every thought. So these are thoughts. And what the devil does is that he comes to you and put a thought in your mind. And, and this is the nature of the warfare. The warfare is not outside, you know. It's not a matter of like uh, meeting someone and then they're demons possessed. And that's warfare. We command it to come out. No, that's, that's casting out demons. It's different. And then spiritual warfare, we need to know first and foremost, where is the arena of the spiritual warfare? Where is it taking place? If we do not know where it's happening, we do not know where the warfare is taking place, how can you fight? Right? And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's like, like you can't even find where the game is held. You'll, you'll be going to the wrong stadium to watch a different game altogether. Amen. You need to know where it's happening. Praise God. And it's happening in our mind. So the mind is the, the battle arena. Right? That's where it happens. And, and the devil's stronghold is actually a pattern of thinking that he has put into your mind that has grown into a stronghold after a number of months, after a number of days, and sometimes even a number of years. It's been there for a long time. Now, you think those thoughts came from you. Always remember this. Your emotions 
right, are a, a reflection of what you are thinking. That's why I, I just told my son the other day, if you feel bad, it's because you are thinking bad. You are thinking bad thoughts, all right? Thoughts of darkness, uh, you know, things won't look good tomorrow. I don't think I, I'm able to, to do that, you know, and, and you, are, you are negative. So your emotions follow your thoughts. But if your thoughts are positive, I told him that, you know, Jesus will be with you. Amen. When you go to school, he's going to walk with you. He's going to be your best friend. Amen. He never leaves you. And your thoughts are positive. Guess what? Your emotions will be positive. Amen. So, your, my friend, your emotions are an indicator of what you are thinking. Because we are so used to thinking certain thoughts. It's been there for a number of years that we don't even know we are thinking those thoughts. But our emotions cannot lie. Our emotions, if you're experiencing uh, depression, you're experiencing thoughts of self-loathing, you know, um, uh, you feel uh, inferior, you feel uh, lousy, you feel even boredom. It's always based on the thought that has preceded that emotion. Amen. So right, I always say right believing is so crucial. Amen. To right living. But right believing also produces the right emotions. Amen. The right emoting. Praise the Lord. And uh, don't say, you know, emotions are not important. Then why did God create them? Unfortunately, Amen. Our, our soul realm needs restoration. Our spirit man, recreation, needs to be born again. But the soul realm needs restoration. It's the same soul realm. Amen. God doesn't cause your soul realm to be born again. He causes your spirit to be born again. But your soul realm, which is your emotions, your mind, need to be restored. And your body, one day when Jesus comes again, will be glorified. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. So, come back to this again on your strongholds. It is built up of what thoughts? Arguments the devil has put down there. Yeah, arguments like, you know, are you sure? Look around you. How many people that you know that have this disease that have uh, lived long? How many of you, you know, you, you have this condition? You think that you have a bright future. Look at those who have this condition. Amen. Look at others. He'll point you to others. Always, always. Uh, you know, if you, you have a, um, a challenge in the area of eating all right what the devil wants to do is that the, at the first moment that you shun food and all that you are he, he doesn't say in the you know in the second person amen he speaks in the first pronoun first person pronoun amen he comes he puts a thoughts in your mind and say i am anorexic maybe i am anorexic and the more you think i am he doesn't say you are all right that, that's that's uh, telling you already where the thought comes from but he he comes so subtly he makes you think that it is your thought. Just like Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount. Take no thought. Take no thought. Saying. How do you take a, a, a wrong thought? It, you know, devil shoots thoughts in your mind and you take it. You take it by saying. Take no thought. Saying. What shall we eat? What shall we drink? How shall we be clothed? Worrisome thoughts. Thoughts that cause you to be depressed. Thoughts that cause you to to uh, 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 feel all this sense of hopelessness, helplessness, amen, a feeling of abandonment. Friend, you take those thoughts by saying. And notice that the way we, we battle the enemy is just with one thought. Confess, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Why must I confess, Pastor Prince? Because 2 Corinthians uh, 4.13 says, we having the same spirit of faith. How does faith operate? I believe and therefore I speak. We also believe and therefore speak. It's very simple, my friend. Faith is like this. You believe in your heart and you speak with your mouth. That's the spirit of faith. Amen. 
Amen. The same sort of faith that, that David had. In fact, it's a quotation from uh, Psalms 116, where David says, I believe and therefore have I, have I spoken. We have the same spirit of faith as David. We believe and therefore we speak. Amen. Amen. If you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins and rose again uh, on the third day for your justification, you confess Jesus Christ is my Savior. Jesus Christ is my Lord. I believe He died for my sins. I believe God raised Him from the dead. You shall be saved. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Amen. And with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. Amen. With the heart, man believes. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So, it's the same spirit of faith. Amen. And it's the nature of God. Praise God. Jesus says, have the faith of God in the original Greek. He says, have the faith of God. Jesus told his disciples, have the God kind of faith. When God saw darkness, God says, light be. Amen. And he saw light. He never saw light until he spoke. He believed and spoke. And then he saw. Amen. So, even the, uh, the future might look bleak in the natural based on natural facts that we read or the news media tells us about amen we can be like god praise the lord amen like father like son jesus says have the faith of god speak it there are good days ahead of me praise the lord amen we all face mountains today immense impassable immovable monoliths that stand in the way dreams, of that bright future yet unrealized, of the promises of a loving Father that we would inherit a land flowing with goodness and abundance. In the uphill battle against all that the world throws at us, adversity, opposition, negativity, the constant struggle to stay ahead, to beat the grind, in your finances, in your family, or in your health. Maybe the setbacks brought about by this global pandemic have left you deeply discouraged and at a loss for what to do. My friend, don't give up hope. I wrote my latest book, Give Me This Mountain, to tell you that no matter how contrary your circumstances might be, the Lord has called you to be an overcomer. His plan is for you to thrive, not just survive even on the roughest terrains of life. In this new book by Joseph Prince, Give Me This Mountain, take a journey to discover God's ways of faith that will cause you to take ground in life and start thriving. Over four weeks, through four base camps of faith, filled with powerful truths, thought-provoking reflection questions, and compelling activities, you will learn the power of real, raw, and authentic faith. I really believe that as you take this journey, you'll begin to walk in God's ways of faith and surmount 